0: Alright, guys, I had the opportunity to interview a wonderful woman. Her name is Christy Love, aka the Happy Girl Boss. And I met her through a business coaching program that we're both a part of. And I just want to put a PSA out there that if you are a business owner, an entrepreneur, you're whatever it is, if you're looking to do something in your life and you're not a part of a group or a mastermind or surrounding yourself with like-minded folks who are doing similar things that you are doing, you are missing out. There is so much value in community and support and really truly finding your tribe of people that are doing the same thing you're doing or have similar goals and and it's not a competition, it's a support and a community to lean on to say, guys, I have this question, what do you think? And then they can come back and help you or you cheer somebody else on or whatever it is. So I highly recommend if you're following somebody and if you're listening to my podcast, you probably are listening to other podcasts of other folks that have groups or programs that they're doing. And I highly recommend you go and be a part of them. And a lot of times these folks offer free groups. I myself have a group for working moms, a free group for working moms on Facebook. So come and join us. And it's all about community and support. So there's my PSA for the moment. Back to Christy. Okay, Christy and I had a really, really great conversation. She is in the middle of a lot of transitions. She is actually moving from the East Coast to the West Coast. By the time this is, no, this won't be live. She still hasn't moved, but she's in this big transition. So, Christy Love, the happy girl boss, she's a seasoned entrepreneur who managed and sold a multi million dollar brick and mortar contracting business that her and her husband had for twelve years. She did this all while balancing her own struggles with depression and anxiety, which we dive into um in our conversation. So make sure you stay at stick and check it out. She's now running a online business so that they can pick up and move that is a tech friendly guide empowering online course creators to stay in their zone of genius. Ladies stay in your zone of genius. Oh my gosh, do it, do it, do it. If you can have somebody help you with certain things that are not your zone of genius, do it. And Christy does that um, on the tech side. And we talk about that as well. She helps entrepreneurs overcome tech overwhelm so that they can have a bigger impact in the world and connect with their community through their services. So without further ado, Christy Love, AKA the happy girl boss. Hi, Christy. I am so excited to have you here on the podcast. You are another one of the amazing entrepreneurs that I've met through Business by Design with James Wedmore, and it just makes me so excited as I continue to make these connections and get to have these conversations with other women who are building businesses and creating the life that they want. So I'm so excited to have you here today. I'm so excited.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me, Nikki. I was like, well yay, I get to have a conversation with one of my fellow business by design buddies. So (laughs) it's funny that we all get to meet each other and um, you know, help each other grow our businesses and you know really get to make an impact.
0: I love it. Yes, exactly. And it's all that networking and connection, it's amazing. So tell us a little bit about who is Christy? What do you do? I know you're, you've got your own online business world going, but you guys also just recently sold a brick and mortar business and you're getting ready for a big move. So just yeah, tell us yeah. a little about who you are. <laughs> yes. Okay. So
1: lots going on right now in my world. Um, yes, so my name is Christy Love, aka the happy girl boss. (laughs) And yes, my husband and I are coming off of a uh, running a contracting business for the last 12 years, which we just finally sold end of 2018. In fact, we signed the papers the very last day, (laughs) 2018, (laughs) which was like, yay, best way to celebrate you know, start off to a new year. And um, two weeks before that, we had um, signed off on our new house in California. Yay, another yay. We currently live in Florida and it had been our goal for a couple years now to to move um, out west, uh, specifically in California to Northern California, an area that we like. Um, just because we're ready for a change And we've gotten burned out over the years. And now I've started a new online business um, where I help um, online business owners, especially those who are starting um, online courses, to uh, make a bigger impact and not get stuck in the tech side of things um, and just kind of overcome that part of things so that they can focus on what they do best and stay in their zone of genius instead of you know staying stuck in those things that you know that really aren't their passion. So that's what I do now. And um you know I'm just excited to to meet you and talk with you today.
0: Yeah, me too. Tell me a little bit what was, and we were talking about this beforehand, so those of you listening, but tell me what that was like for you guys saying, we've had this business for 12 years, we're going to sell it. We're going to literally pick up and move across the country. What has that been like for you guys really saying this, this is what we're going to do. And we're, we're going to take this risk, but we're going to follow what feels good. Like, what has that been like?
1: It has been, we know when you have something in your mind, like it's like a dream, like someday I want to do this or someday (laughs) I would love to do this. It was one of those someday wish goal dreams that we never thought would actually happen. (laughs) <laughs> say that, <laughs> just became, it seemed so out of reach at the, at least at the time. Um, and I'll, I'll go back just a, a little bit. A few years ago, my husband and I, we were in a car accident. Um, it was not a collision type accident, but we had to swerve out of the way to avoid, um, uh, hitting, you know, a truck. And so we swerved, missed a stop sign and a pull and the whiplash of it when we hit a tree is what caused my husband's back um, to, you know, go out. And then he had to get surgery, back surgery, recuperated through all that. You know, I had to be his caregiver, help him get dressed, all that stuff. Um, it just took its toll. And trying to do that while you're running a contracting business is nearly impossible. So, you know, at the time we only had a few employees. So very quickly we had to hire a lot of people. So our business grew (laughs) In that sense it was, I mean, I guess in a way it was good, but at the other hand, it it grew too quickly because it was hard for us to keep up with everything. Um, So, I guess the, going back to the question of how we dealt with it, we just, we really, we knew what our dream was, um, but it wasn't until this past year, I think, that we really just started to make it a reality, like, okay, if, we're, if this is going to happen, then this is what we have to do, you know, putting the business, talking to a broker, getting the business, you know, we'd, ha- we'd been through it before, we said we're going to try it again. We're just going to give it that last college try, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you just have to keep going, just not give up if it's something you really want. And so that's what we did. And it's funny because not soon, it was soon after I had signed up with business by design. Um, you know, I just, it's like these things in my life just started happening, you know, cause my mindset was starting to change. And even though I didn't really know, clearly yet what i was going to end up doing or what i wanted to do i knew i wanted something better and so you know we we put the house up for sale um we went out to california we looked for a new house we put a house where we put an offer on a house um that that they ended up taking and i was like yay (laughs) okay this is right. <laughs> and then the first offer that we had on our business di- uh, fell through. But then, end of November, our broker came to us and said, the, our, There's a guy in New York that's interested in your business. Mm-hmm. And we're like, What? <laughs> Because at this point, we're like, you know, what can we lose, you know, everything else has just not worked out. Um, So we were very cautiously optimistic. We were not, you know, we didn't want to get our hopes up too high. But then after we talked to him and his wife and got, you know, started talking about the details, it looked like it was going to happen. And I was, even though we were signing papers, I was still not like, is this real? You know? (laughs) I was like, I didn't want to believe it was going to happen because I didn't want it to fall through again. Yeah. But then came end of December and still, I remember that very day that we were going to sign over the the business and I'm like, is this really going to happen? You know, (laughs) it's just funny. It's until the very moment something actually becomes a reality. It's like, you know, I had to be sure. And when he signed on the dotted line, I was like, wow, <laughs> this is the day I have waited for um, for a year. I mean, seriously, for years that we'd both been waiting for. And, um, and now we're in the throes of change. Yeah. Um, you know, we're transitioning, we're still under contract to help the new owners and, you know, get everything changed over and whatnot. We're hoping to move by end of May to our new home. Uh, so it's a lot going on, you know, between that and starting a new business and moving to a new home. So, you know, change is, uh, is good, but you know, in all reality, it can, it can bring up anxieties as well, which is normal.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I remember when I left, so I left my full-time job in June of this past year and it was, it wasn't until like I walked out the doors for the last time and then it was that, I I think I was done finished on a Friday and then I woke up on Monday and I was like, so I really just did that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the reality hits. You're like, so I've been thinking about this for a long time now. And yeah. that, that dream you don't think is going to happen. And then all of a sudden, exactly. like, okay, it happened. <laughs> now what do I do? <laughs> like right. You know what in your voice where you're like, he signed the papers and I was like, wow, you know, like that's, it's such a cool feeling, but at the same time, you're like, you know, it's like you build up the anticipation of it and it's like, oh God, now, now, it, now what's going to happen? And we're just, and you guys just seem to be moving forward and taking those steps, but it does bring up that, that anxiety. So what, what are those kinds of anxieties that are kind of showing up for you and how are you continuing to, to move through them? Well, some of
1: those anxieties are just, I think the uncertainty you know, the unknown, (laughs) when you've had this certain identity that you've had for so long, um, being the contractor's wife, and um, uh, just having this business that you run, and that you've known, and you, you know, understand, and now you're doing something that's totally different, although I understood some things about it, it's totally different when you're actually, you know, thinking about doing something that you're going to depend on for, you know, your family's income and everything. And, um, it, it brings a different weight to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh gosh, wow. This is, this is really happening. And, you know, at first you're like, yeah, you see the, you get the money for the business that you just sold, but then you've got the expenses that you've got to pay down. Obviously, you know, the taxes and blah, blah, blah. And then, you look at, okay, what's left, you know, do we have anything, (laughs) how much do we have left, should I say, (laughs) we have something, but do we have enough, or how long is it going to (laughs) last, and how much, how much time do I have to really get this off the ground, and, and going, and, you know, just start having all these questions going in your head, Um, you know, and, and for me, I think I've had, I've had the issue of confidence, and, or lack of, should I say. <laughs> and <clears throat> I was at a mastermind recently um when I was in California. It was part of the program. And you know, James Wedmore was there. I was like, eh, he was right in front of me. <laughs> I was like, James, <laughs> okay, girl, <hold> on. <laughs> that's how I would be anyway. But go ahead. <laughs> I know. And yeah, you know, we and uh, Jim Fortin was there as well. And you know, I just talked my about my you know, concerns or just my feelings about that. And, you know, just talked about how, you know, confidence is really just an illusion is how he brought it out. I was like, I never thought about it that way. You already have the confidence it's inside of you. It's just something you have to bring out, you know, and and own, you know, and you don't have to be an expert and everything you just have to know a little more than the next person yep. a few steps ahead and you're, you can teach somebody something and you're going to keep learning so you're always going to be steps ahead of somebody as you as you continue to learn and and take in more knowledge and skills and education so you know and i'm more than willing to do that <laughs> And, uh, you know, I just really had to, I guess, overcome that in myself, just that, I think it's just that A-type personality and perfectionism in me that feels like I've got to, I've got to have it together, and I've got to know everything, and I've got to <laughs> do everything just right, but it, it's really not the case. Real People just want someone they can relate to. Oh, I love
0: that. You're you're giving me advice. I'm like, I needed to hear all of this. Thank you. Because <laughs> I started following um, Jim Fortin after he, um, James shared, James Wedmore shared one of his podcasts. And I'm like, I mean, you really have to keep listening. And he talks so much about the stories we tell ourselves and the thoughts that are in our head and mm-hmm. how to get out of your own thoughts and be like, I forget what he says. And it's it's so... It, you have to hear it a handful of times, I think, before you're like, Oh, I get it. Like you are the thinker yeah. of your thoughts. And very deep. It. Yeah. it's very deep, but it's it's pretty incredible. You're like, okay, I'm just gonna kinda keep listening and keep going with this. So it's but mm-hmm. it's you know, I love that he said that to you, that it's like you you say you have a lot of confidence, but you don't because it's it's that confidence is inside of you. You just have to bring it out. Exactly. Everybody. Yep. And I think so that's everybody just, does.
1: You know, yeah. I was like Pshh
0: now, right? <laughs> but in my own moments, you're like, Oh, I get it. I get it. Yes. I was like, Oh,
1: okay then. Well then in that case, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's do this.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. That's so awesome. And it's true. It's, you know, so what, I guess, what was the catalyst for you to say, I want to take this brick and mortar business and now I want to run this online business, like what was the draw? And I could probably answer this cause I'm, I can probably tell where this is going to go, but I'm curious to mm-hmm. you know you, what was the draw for you to say, all right, we're going to sell our brick and mortar business and I'm going to run this, this online business. So what does that mean for you? Or what was, you know, the catalyst to say, this is where I want to go now.
1: Yeah. Okay. A big catalyst was just watching my husband slowly, like physically and emotionally, wear away you know just every day I could just see a little bit of him get lost you know yeah you know it's like when you get married you're young and you're happy and you have a you know you're free and all that good stuff and then it's like life comes in and sets in and just kind of takes over and it just had taken over you know his his life and, and his personality and I could just see he, he just wasn't him anymore. Yeah. And I wasn't either because I was just like I'm kind of like the pillar. <laughs> they look to me that that way, at least I don't feel that way. But it's like they lean on me to put out the fires and everything. So I always had to be like the strong one. Even though I deal with my own emotional struggles, um, I always had to just kind of stay strong and for everybody I take care of my mother in law. She's disabled um, and lives with us. She has been with us for 22 years now. <laughs> so I've always had the caregiving type of way about me and helping people. Um, but it's gotten to where it's wore It just wore us both down yes. so, so much. And I was like, you know, once this is done, we are going in a totally different direction. <laughs> I don't want 10 employees I have to babysit or that we, you know, that you have to deal with and deal with their blah, blah, blah drama. Um, You know, or all the hassle of the, you're always going to have clients and whatnot, but um, it's, in contracting work, it's like a whole different ballgame. They're very, clients can be very, uh, let's say demanding. Yeah. Especially in the community I live in where it's primarily, an elderly population mm. yeah. <laughs> they're all retired yep. nothing uh, you know, bad about old people obviously but they have nothing to do all mm-hmm. day <laughs> i hear you <ya. laughs> so, you know it's not like working people where you know hey you know they're out nine to five and they just come and see your work in the evening but they're there staring as the paint dries all day
0: oh so, <laughs> nitpicking, right? I'm yeah. Sure. So
1: they're all constantly nitpicking about every little thing. So it's it's a totally different um, clientele. But anywho, yes, that's why we decide. I, and that's why I started the program in the first place with um, yeah. his program. I, I had no idea what I was going to do or what I'm like quote an expert or niche in or blah blah blah. But I was like, I just know I got to do something that is going to be totally different. Is going to help me feel enjoy work again, help us enjoy working together. My husband, he's like, he has no idea what I'm doing. I mean, he knows, but <laughs> he's like, cause he's still busy trying to, you know, close everything out with the business. But I'm like, don't worry. I got this. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> don't so worry. Me I'm going to take care of it.
1: <laughs> don't worry. You, you can join me when you're ready. And okay. This is going to be so much better.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love it.
1: So we're just kind of working as a team. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I love it, and it's and and what I love about it is that you guys took the initiative. Like, how many how many people out there might be saying, you know, wow, this would be a great dream, or what if, or if we could do this, this will be great. But you guys were like, no, it's you know, and it, it wasn't an easy road. You know, you even said it, you're like lost deals. And is this actually going to go through? And yeah, you are like, but you're taking the action. And I think there's so much benefit to saying, I'm just going to do it. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. You are in the middle of uncertainty. I'm right there with you of going, I don't know exactly what it's all going to look like, but I'm going to continue mm-hmm. moving forward and pushing forward and taking the action. And I think a lot of people will sit in a fear, you know, where I'm sure if I asked you, you'd say, you know, I'd be like, well, I'm afraid most days, you know, it's not like I have no fear and I'm going to go do this, but at the same time you're, you're doing it. So I, I commend you guys so much for saying this, this, this business we had isn't work, is not serving us anymore. You know, looking at your husband, you know, and you're going, you're not the person I, I I know there's, you're in there somewhere Mm -hmm. and I can completely, you know, Sympathize with you or empathize with you, whatever that, whichever word works in that situation. But saying <laughs> we're, we need to fix something, something yeah. needs to shift and change, and you guys are going ahead and doing that. And I just think that's, you know, it's no easy feet feet to no. move across the country. And I'm guessing your mother-in-law's moving with you as well, right? Yep. So that you know,
1: us, along with our four senior Chihuahuas. <laughs> and well, that like, you know, that's no easy feat. <laughs> small but
0: still
1: (laughs) yeah still it's yeah we're still working out all the logistics of everything so it's yeah it's not it's not going to be easy but um it it's not change is not meant to be easy I don't think you know it's not going to be just this comfortable little oh you know I'm just going to do this and see how it feels But if you really want to make a difference in your life, you really want to make a change. You have to be willing to go out there. You have to be willing to get uncomfortable and get out of your comfort zone and try something different that may feel kind of uneasy at first. Mm -hmm. Change feels very uneasy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that's what helps. That's what makes you stronger in the end. That's what helps you to really. Become a person who can ride through the hard times, you know.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because if it weren't for that change, you know, if we just would continue moving along, would there, you know, how many times have you I had a, a coach that was that told me once, she said, write down all of the obstacles that you've overcome. And then write down how you've overcome them. And it's one of those things where you look at like the smallest thing and you're like, I did that. Mm-hmm. I got through that, but we don't always look at those and think, "Well, what if I didn't go through that? Or what? What did I learn in that process?" So, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good idea. If
1: if you don't realize how much you've been through until mm-hmm. you probably list those things out, mm-hmm. even from childhood. I mean, yeah. I, each person has their own story and your own novel that you could write (laughs) of just the ops, just chapter one, obstacle one, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You probably have like 50 chapters by the time
0: you're through with it. Yeah, but it is, it was, it was an incredible exercise and it was like, wow, that's, you know, when you start at first, you're like, "This is hard. I'm not really sure." And then once you get going, you're like, "Oh, well, this was also an obstacle." And oh, I did this and I did this, and it's like, "Wow, that, that's pretty uh, all right." I got to stand up a little bit taller now and realize I did that. And then I think it was also helpful when I was trying to figure out what my business, my own business, was going to look like as an entrepreneur. Well, what have you overcome that you can teach somebody? And then I think that goes back to what you said: of you don't have to be an expert; you just have to be one step ahead of somebody else. And as you continue to learn, you're teaching them and they continue to learn with you and then you grow and you grow and you continue to learn, but waiting until you're, you know, everything, Mm
1: -hmm. it won't happen. happen. Yeah. It's never going to happen. So just start. (laughs) (laughs) Just do it. (laughs) Just start where you are, start with what you know and go from there. And action creates clarity. I mean, we've heard that over and over, but those three words, it's, if you really think about it, it's so true. And as soon as I really started to take action, even if I wasn't, I didn't know what the heck I was doing yet. I just started doing things. Yeah. I'd get more clear each step along the way. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I don't, I know I don't want to do that, but I did like that. Yeah. And, you know, you just, with each step, you get more answers.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think I just was listening to um, one of James's podcasts the other day, and it said, um, even if you try something and it doesn't succeed, you've either tried something and it worked or you've learned a lesson. I was like, ah, it was, (laughs) it was one of those moments. I was like, oh, yep, yep. He did it again. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like, if it didn't work out, that's still okay. Cause you still learn something from it and you mm-hmm. can take what you liked and throw away what didn't work or what you did. Right. Cause what
1: we perceive as failures is really just a lesson. Yeah. So just look at it as a lesson instead of a failure and you'll just feel like, wow, I learned a lot.
0: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> positive spin on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So tell me so in our conversations before you had kind of talked to me and we kind of mentioned a little bit about the anxiety of the new transitions and change but you had even mentioned you know you're an entrepreneur who's out here balancing depression and anxiety and you were the pillar you were holding everything together. So what what are the tools? What is that like for you kind of saying? this is something I deal with and I've got to continue working through it and continue moving forward. So what do you use when, when that stuff shows up for you or when those moments come in or what is all that? How does that, you know, be a part of you a, through transition and change? Cause I think that's a huge piece of it. And then also as an entrepreneur.
1: Well, it's, it's bound to come up. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Because they're intertwined, you know, yeah. whatever it is you're, physically dealing with, whether it's a physical problem or an uh, emotional mental illness, it's going to be part of your personal and your um, business life. And you just have to find a way to, to manage it the best way you can. I started having issues with depression, anxiety, starting in my early 20s. Mm -hmm. Um, but I wasn't properly diagnosed with, um, bipolar disorder until my late twenties. Okay. And then it was like in my early thirties, I had a, I had very bad, um, episode of bipolar depression, Mm -hmm. um, had the size suicidal thoughts that went along with that. Um, I was hospitalized a few times. It was a very, very dark time Mm -hmm. in my life. Um, but you know, coming out of that. I know now, you know, I understand my triggers better. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Which is a big thing. Um, You have to know, because for everyone, it's different. You know, we, we have different, you know, we were talking about obstacles. We have different stories you know, that we've all had in your childhood or whatever you've been through in your life that may trigger something. And so you may, you have to know what those are for you personally and know when you need to have time to just say, look, I need to take care of myself right now. So if you need a mental health day, (laughs) You don't need to call it that, but you could, yeah. I need to go shopping or I just need to, you know, go get some coffee. I just need to go to the library and have some quiet,
0: you know, mm-hmm. just
1: have some, take a nice walk outside. And it's just, sometimes you just need to do whatever it is for you that feels good. You know, whether it's meditation or, um, you know, there's so many different, you know, exercise for me is a big one. Yeah. I'm a former Zumba instructor, so <laughs> I love nice, dancing. So. <laughs> I was like, woo, doing the salsa and everything," <laughs> and that was actually something that helped to heal me was exercise and dance and music, because that was one of my first loves was music and um, dance, and I loved all those things, and so that was one of the things that actually helped um, to to heal me. And I say heal, not cure. You know, cause I, am always going to have bipolar disorder, you know, and the anxiety and things, but I'm healed in the sense that I, you know, I know how to manage it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm stable just, just as someone who has diabetes, you know, they're always going to be diabetic or whatever a chronic illness might be, but you have ways of managing it. And so that's the same for me. I have ways of managing it. When it comes to my business, um, it's the same thing because you're going to have those daily stressors that just come at you unexpectedly, and you just have to deal with them as they come, and sometimes you just have to place boundaries Mm -hmm. and say, look, I have have this hour where I'm going to be doing this, so... You know, just know that I'm not going to call you or take any calls during that time or call you back during that time. (laughs) But sometimes you just have to, you know, put the boundaries on people. And when you have personal uh, problems coming up along the way as well, they can intertwine. Um, So really, it's just about uh, knowing how um, how to balance those things the best way that works for you, whether it's medication, which I do a combination of things. I do medication. I have, you know, supplements as well as any you know, the exercise and stretching, which is a big thing for me. And then just having quiet time, just some quiet time during the day, even if it's just five or 10 minutes to just hear myself think, you know, <laughs> which is hard sometimes. <laughs> Right. You know, if it's like before all the distractions and the dogs barking and the, or if you have kid, the kids running through the house or whatever's going on in your life and just, ah, um, you just need that. <laughs> the five minutes to just, just take a few breaths. It's going to be all right. going to get through this. I always do. It's going to be fine. I got this. That's all you need to do. Just have some, have a few minutes and then have your goals for that day. Having a good um, routine is helpful for me as well. Yeah. Obviously right now my routine has been very thrown off with traveling and getting our new house ready and all the blah, blah, blah. But in general, having a good routine helps to keep me um, stable and just to you know, I just thrive on routine and that helps t- me t- to feel more um, at ease when I, I kind of have a, a general idea of what to expect in my day.
0: Yeah. I think having that routine creates the, you know, kind of takes out that uncertainty. You know, a lot of times we are living in uncertainty and you're like, if there's no routine, you're like, what should I be doing right now? You know, mm-hmm. or what, what needs to be done? And it's like, stop you know, take a breath, sit down, think about it. But if you know, like every, this is what I need to do for me. And, um, you know, kind of having that knowledge and knowing what's going to happen or, you know, Oh, I'm feeling a trigger. I'm going to go exercise. So my husband is like, I need to go like his, he'll get all anxious and, and overwhelmed. And he's like, I just need to go to the gym. And I'm like, go. Cause you're not going to serve anybody <laughs> being here. Like, <laughs> Exactly. No, like yes, like it's all good. But I think understanding that of what you need
1: and mm-hmm. taking care
0: of yourself and not saying what works for one person might not work for you. Right. You know? And I think sometimes that's hard because you hear a lot of people saying, do this or do that. And you're like, but if that doesn't serve you, right, what's that going to do? That's not going to do you any good. You right. Know? Yeah.
1: You have to do what's going to light you up are... Or, you know, if you just need to wind down, if you need that time to just bring your, um, bring your thoughts together so you can just like think and hear yourself.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I'm talking about hearing voices or anything, but I mean, just, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you can like, I need to, like, I cannot study with music or loud things going on around me. I have to have peace and quiet if I'm going to read or write. Some people can do that, but I can't. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I can do a little combination of both, but it is, it's, and a lot of people, sometimes you go, I don't really want to hear. I think we avoid the quiet time Mm because we don't always want to hear what we're thinking. I don't want to know what's going on in there, but it is, I found meditation for me to be super helpful because it is, it's, just listen. So between meditation and journaling, they've been such a huge part of my journey as far as here's the thoughts they need to get out of my head. And as soon as I get them out of my head, it's like this weight kind of lifted, you know, yeah. it's like, I'm not suppressing it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not pushing down all of those thoughts or all of those feelings. I'm literally let, even though I don't really want to hear them, letting them out is, uh, it literally gives a voice to them. You know? Yeah.
1: Nice. It's like a burden is lifted off or something. Yeah.
0: yeah. So that's awesome that you've, you've found all of this and you do all things. So thank you for, for sharing that. Cause I know a lot of people sometimes don't want to share that, that piece of things and it can be hard to talk about. So I appreciate yeah. you doing that.
1: Yeah. And I think that that, the conversation is opening up more th- a little bit than it used to. Um, but it, you know, it's still tough. It, it's still, I guess, cause some can view it as a weakness or, okay. or they, or they, um, Feel like it is, you yes. know, like they, you have to be strong, and you know, you got to be that pillar of the family, and <laughs> take care <laughs> of everybody, and and whatnot. But you know, there's a there's a lot that's coming at us these days, and you are not human if you are never dealing with any kind of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I you <may> agree. You're
0: <laughs> <laughs> in that pillar. <laughs> <laughs> and if you let them keep going, eventually it's just going to crash. Exactly. Rest, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so, better to just
1: deal with it as it comes than to try and bottle it up because then it's just going to be one big explosion, which is not going to be good for you or anybody else.
0: Oh, I completely agree. Do you picture just like the, the foundation? Just keep cracking it, keep cracking it. And eventually, there's nothing to hold it together. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it having that conversation. So, as we kind of come to a close here, tell us a little bit more about Happy Girl Boss, what you're doing, how we can find you, who you're serving, all of that really good, yummy, juicy stuff. Sure, well, uh, yes, you can
1: find me at. Um, www.thehappygirlboss.com. And, um, what I do is I, I help the emerging online course creator, uh, to make a bigger impact, um, and to focus on their passion, uh, instead of being stuck in tech overwhelm or tech hell, as I like to call it, (laughs) Yeah, which, you know, oftentimes can happen, especially when you're starting out and uh, you're like, what do I do? I don't know, when I, you know how to put all this together. Um, and it just can be a lot of pieces to uh, deal with. It's like, ah, instead of having to deal with that, um, I help them stay in their zone of genius and let me um, hand over that to me so that I can help you. Um, build the course that is going to help the people that you need um, to reach and that need your that need your um, your services so that's my goal Um, and you can find me on Facebook or on Instagram at thehappygirlboss.com and um, I offer a free 20-minute discovery call if um, you just want to Um, you know, if you're thinking about starting an online course or you're just starting out and you just have some questions or wanted to figure out um, how to get started. So you can go to my website, um, just click on the button, book a call, and um, you can talk to me anytime
0: we'll chat. Awesome. And I can tell you, it's fun to chat with you. This was, this was amazing. Christy, thank you. I will put all of the links in the show notes so that people can find you, connect with you, book those discovery calls. Um, But I just want to say thank you. I appreciate your time, you sharing your journey. I'm looking forward to following your journey and staying in touch as you make that big move over to California. And I'm so excited for you. So congratulations. and thank 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 you so much. Thank you for joining me on the stepping up podcast. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on iTunes so that we can share this message with more and more people together, let's redefine what life as a working mom looks like and feels like. Until next time, have a great one.